Behold, I send you out like sheep among the wolves. If you're a Christian American in 2019, best believe that you are indeed sheep among the wolves. Good morning, Christian America. Today on the Good Morning Christian America podcast, we're going to cover uh, Matthew chapter 10 as we continue our step down the New Testament, uh, as we discuss and read over Jesus's commissioning of the 12 and, and the tasks that he lays forward for him, for them, uh, which in turn he, he lays out for us as we enter into the world uh, trying to do right, trying to live his in, in his manner, spread his word and, and spread his message uh, to all of those around us. But it's not easy. Things aren't going to be easy, and, and Christ lets us know that. So let's get right into it as we uh, cover Matthew 10 here on the podcast. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company. Coming to you once again on another Wednesday to spread God's message, to try to bring some education into your life, education on what really matters. And what really matters is scripture. What really matters is God's word. What really matters is living a Christ-filled life. What really matters in this world is doing the right things, looking towards Christ to be our guiding light as our shining light in this world. To, to emulate, to try to uh, uh, dedicate our lives and our good works that he's laid in advance for him. Try to live out a life full of uh, love and compassion and to do the right things and to speak the truth when truth uh, needs to be spoken, to understand that, that his word, his way, his principles uh, have led the way for so long for a reason. There's a reason why we have such a wonderful uh, world today. There's a reason why our civilization has progressed in the way that it has. It, there's a reason why our country, this country specifically, the United States of America, continues to be the shining city on the hill that Reagan once talked about. It continues to be the, the light in which draws the rest of the world because we are looked at as a leader. And there's a reason for these things. It's not by chance. It's not by happenstance. It's not by uh, sure luck or coincidence. It is, it is that way because America is founded on the basic principles of Christianity, the basic principles of individual salvation uh, and individual liberty, the basic principles that we are all equal under God's eyes. And if we are all equal under God's eyes, then we should be treated as such and that God created us. And because he created us, uh, he loves us. And, and we are each, uh, each one of us, his child. His, his child, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ at one big Christian family. And here in this country specifically, not only do we understand that, but we celebrate that. We have always celebrated that. And that is one of the reasons, one of the, the main reasons why the success of our country and our societies uh, that we know it. It's because Christ has been with us, with us always. And what scripture tells us is that civilizations and countries that put God first, that understand his principles, the not only the Ten Commandments, but then when, when Christ further uh, defines what those commandments are all about, when he uh, gives us the spirit of the law rather than just the letter of the law, uh, those organizations, those 
uh, societies, those countries, those communities, those families that embrace these principles, that live out these principles as best they can, that repent for the mistakes that they've made, they repent for the sins that they commit, and they look towards Christ and they look towards doing the right thing. It's those individuals, it's those families, it's those communities, it's those countries that ultimately succeed. And not only do they succeed, they, they receive abundance. And, and that's written out in scripture thousands of years ago that if you do these things that you will be abundant in your life. Now people uh, mistake what that abundance consists of and we talk we can talk about prosperity and we can talk about money and we can talk about family and we can talk about having different stuff but that's not what Christ talks about. That's not what brings happiness. That's what not what uh, brings purpose and meaning into your life. What brings purpose and meaning into your life is doing the right things, having that sense of fulfillment with inside inside you having that 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 idea or that in that sense of pride and and in your life and the things that you've done and the people that you've helped and if you do those things and you by putting christ first and and you do those good works you're going to be it's the only feeling it's the only thing that you can do to make your life worthwhile here on this earth is to look towards him and do good works that he thinks that, that you think that he wants you to do and look out for your brothers and sisters to your left and your right and that you will succeed and, and history shows us that people and, and places and countries that do such a thing always do succeed so it's in this light that we come to you this wednesday to to continue our journey down the new testament to continue our journey down the uh, matthew the book of matthew and today we're going to start with matthew chapter 10 which is the commissioning of the uh, apostles now if you remember last week we talked about at the end of matthew chapter 9 where christ says that the uh, the laborers are few the harvest is abundant but the laborers are few meaning that there is plenty of people out there there are plenty of people that need to be brought in to a the christian world to be brought to the word of christ but there are very few people that are uh that are able to bring them in there are very few laborers to go pick that harvest to go gather that harvest and so he's come this week he's going to commission the 12. he's going to commission the apostles to go out there and spread the word and tell the world exactly who I am and and exactly how they should live and where they should put their faith in and so it's that at that point in time where we're picking this up so if you got your Bibles out or even if you don't just pay attention this is Matthew chapter 10 we're gonna read some of it verbatim we're gonna highlight some of the names and the uh, or we're gonna we're gonna summarize some of the names and and we're gonna get to the commandment that the commandments and the commands that Jesus gives his uh gives his followers when they go out there so uh verse one it says summoning his 12 disciples he gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to heal every disease and sickness these are the names of the 12 apostles first simon who was called peter and andrew his brother james the son of zebedee and, and john his brother philip bartholomew thomas matthew the tax collector james the son of alphaeus and thaddeus simon the zealot and judas iscariot who also betrayed him jesus sent out these 12 and after giving them instructions don't take the road that leads to the gentiles he says, don't take the road that leads to the Gentiles and don't enter any, any Sumerian town. 
Instead, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, proclaim, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you received, freely give. Now this is, um, this is a message to you and I. It's not only uh, to the apostles then, then, this is a message to you and I, the followers of Christ, that when you go somewhere, proclaim his kingdom, proclaim God, proclaim that his kingdom is near, to repent and then to help people. Now, you don't have the power, we don't have the power, at least I don't have the power, to necessarily heal the sick or raise the dead and cleanse leprosy, okay? But if we can't reach those uh, aspirations, what we can do is we can help people. When you see people that are in need, you can stretch out your hands and you can stretch out your arms and you can help them. When you see someone uh, in desperate need, offer a helping hand. When you see someone on the side of the road with a blown out tire, offer a helping hand. When you see an old lady crossing the streets with groceries, offer a helping hand and teach those around you, your family and your friends and those closest to you, to do the same. This spreads God's love. This is a way that you are being commissioned by Christ to do good works. And don't ask for anything in return, man. That's what he says. He says, don't uh, don't acquire gold, silver, or copper for your money belts. Don't take a traveling bag for the road or a, an extra shirt or sandals or a staff. For the worker is worthy of his food. When, when you enter any town or village, find out who is worthy and stay there until you leave. Greet a household when you enter it and if the household is worthy, let your peace be upon it. If it is unworthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that town or that house or town, because truly I tell you, it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. So here he is. So this is what Christ is saying. When you, not only do you give freely and expect nothing in return, but living off the kindness of others, doing good works for those in need and living off the kindness of others that are willing to embrace you and, and, and embracing you, they embrace Christ. That's what, that's what he's saying. And if they embrace him, then peace be upon them. Peace be upon that household. Peace be upon that town. And if they don't, if they are unworthy, does he say to start an argument? Does he say to prove them wrong? Does he say to demonstrate your worthiness, which is Christ's worthiness? Does it, does it say to condemn them? No, all he does is he tells you to essentially do what, what Jesus does. Right, what, what he did on his own when people didn't follow him right away. He didn't chastise them. He didn't threaten them. He didn't warn them. He didn't condemn them. He just kept on moving. That's the deal. If, if you're not willing to accept Christ, if they're not willing to accept Christ, keep on moving. Keep on moving to those who will and to peace and your peace will be upon them. And if they are unworthy and they do not want to accept you. They do not want to accept your word, which is Christ's word. If they do not want to accept that his love and his message, that his kingdom is coming soon, to just leave. Brush, uh, brush the dust off your feet and get out of there. 
Because if they're not willing to listen to you, that means they're not willing to listen to him. And if they're not willing to listen to him, then they're not going to obey him. And if they don't obey him, then woe to them. Because on the last day of judgment, it'll be more tolerable to be in Sodom and Gomorrah than it will be into that than it will be to be in that house or that town. That's a strong statement. So when people say that Jesus doesn't condemn, that Jesus doesn't, uh, that is all merciful and all loving and all compassionate, and, and he is all those things, but they refuse or they conveniently live out, uh, leave out the fact that Jesus was pretty staunch in his, in his characteristics of those who don't do right. Now, he's willing to accept anybody, and that's what it says. He will accept anybody who will accept him. He stands there with open arms, but if you do not accept him, if you do not accept the Holy Spirit, if you do not accept God the Father, if you do not accept the principles that he's laid out, if you choose to go against them, yes, we know it may be inherent in you. It may be a calling to you to do the wrong things, to feel the wrong things, to go after, to be angry, to be selfish to be uh, self-absorbed, to be adulterous, to be whatever it is that you think that you're going to be, that, that, that you are, that you know that you are. If you're going to be that person and you refuse to look towards Christ to help, if you refuse to, uh, to try to turn over a new leaf, if you refuse to try to better yourself for Christ, then woe be to you because you would rather be in Sodom and Gomorrah than what's waiting for you. So this is Jesus giving you a staunch warning that if you are if you're not looking towards him, if you're not looking towards the kingdom of heaven, then you're in for some uh, uh, a big rude awakening is, is essentially what you're getting at, what he's getting at. And as he sends the apostles out there, um, he lets them know that not only is it not going to be good for those people who turn away from Christ, but it's, it's going to be rough on you too. So when you're out there helping somebody, it's not going to be easy. When you stop, when you have to stop on the road, if you see somebody parked on the side of the road uh, because they had a tire blowout and you stop to help them, that's time away from you. That's a, that, that could possibly be in a dangerous situation. That takes effort. That may take money. You may have to take that person to the store to go buy a new tire. Maybe they don't have a spare. Maybe you have to give them your spare. It's, there is a cost to this. There is a cost to living a Christ-filled life. There is a cost that you will have to pay in order to live the right way, in order to do the right things, in order to see Christ and to truly uh, mean it when you say that you are a Christian American. And, and this is what he gets into right now. Christ says on chapter 10, verse uh, 16, he says, Look, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as serpents and as innocent as doves. Beware of them, because they will hand you over to the local courts and flog you in their synagogues. You will even be brought before governors and kings because of me, to bear witness to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about what you are to speak. For you will be given what to say at that hour because it, is, it isn't you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father who is speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Oh man, 
isn't that powerful. You will be condemned. Your brothers will turn against you. Your father will turn against you. Your children will turn against you. But the more you're hated, the more that you will be brought to me. You will be hated by everyone because of my name. But the one who endures, the one who endures will be saved. There's our reward. There's our reward and our treasures in heaven that we're, we're supposed to store them up. When they, when they persecute you in one town, flee to another. Again, we're not if they're not willing to accept Christ and his goodness and his love and his compassion, his mercy, there's only so much we can do. We can stand there and preach the truth, which is him, because he is the truth, the way, and the life. We can speak the truth as we know it. Uh, but if, if people do not want to hear it, then you know, you, you got to keep on moving and you got to seek out those who are willing to seek out Christ. And so he says, if they, if you persecute you in one town, flee to another. For truly, I tell you, you will not have gone through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher or a slave above his master. It is enough for a disciple to become like his teacher and a slave like his master. If they called if they called the head of the house Beelzebub, how much more the members of his household? So Christ is telling you when he's, he's commissioning us to go out and help the world. He's commissioning us to go out there and preach his message. He's commissioning us to make believers of all nations. He is sending us out the uh, the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. These, these are his words. It's not Eddie's words. It's not somebody else's words. This isn't a summarization. These are verbatim what the words that Christ has spoken. And Jesus is telling you to do these things. Go out in my name. Make believers of people. Help those who need help. They're sick. Heal them. If they're stranded, help them. And those who will not accept your help, who will not accept Christ as and his love and his compassion, wipe the dust from your feet and keep on moving. If they persecute you, then flee the town and keep moving and keep finding other places and other people that are willing to accept his love and accept his mercy and accept his message. And with that, we can make this place a much better, a much brighter, a much more compassionate, loving, uh, Christ-filled place. Uh, and, and, and hopefully here in America, you know, we can bring our nation back to its foundation. We can bring our nation back to the Christ-loving, Christian-centered, Judeo-Christian values inherent in each other, inherent in the family, inherent in our society, and inherent in our country. Because that, my friends, is how we make a better place. That is how we turn our country back towards Christ and we escape the destruction that awaits if we continue down this road. We continue down this wide road to destruction. There is nothing good that awaits us. It's incumbent upon the Christian Americans in this nation. It's incumbent upon you that are watching this. It's incumbent upon me who's giving this. It's incumbent upon all the Christian Americans out there, all the evangelicals that are out there, all the Catholics that are out there, all the Lutherans that are out there, all the Protestants that are out there, everybody who is out there that is that is, is dedicated to Christ, that has a, a passion and a burning and a sense of understanding that as a nation, we are on the wrong track, we are on the wrong direction, we are on the wrong side, and that we need to turn towards Christ and be on his side, then you're, uh, uh, anybody who understands that 
understands that we, we need change and, and the only people that are going to be able to help us change are the are the individuals out there, the, the Christian Americans that are out there that are spreading his word and spreading his message. So we support each and every one of you. Every uh, internet, every podcast, every uh, TV, every radio show, every, every broadcast that's out there, if you're out there working in the name of Christ, if you're out there working in the name of spreading his message, if you're out there singing songs about him, if you're making TV shows about him, if you're making cartoons or children's books about him, that is a good thing. We support you. If you're out there selling things, we support you. If you are simply you know, making videos and expressing your love and giving your testimony how God has changed your life. We support you and we encourage the rest of the Christian American community to support you as well. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before I get out of here, I want to remind you guys, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up a Christian American T-shirt, tank, sweatshirt, hoodie, uh, coffee mug, tote bag, uh, iPhone cases and, and new stuff that's coming out uh, almost weekly at this point. Our community is growing. If you're part of the Christian American community on any one of our social media platforms, our community is growing. Know that. Know that you are not alone. Know that your ideas and the way that you're feeling that we've turned against Christ, that our country is is gone wayward, you are not alone. We continuously grow and we are continuing to grow in all these social media platforms. We are continuing to gain followers. We are we're continuing to gain viewership. We're continuing to sell uh, Christian American teas to uh, the population out there. So we encourage you to, to do not relent in your love for Christ. Do not uh, simply uh, keep your faith within the four walls of your home. Do not simply uh, keep it within your family, but spread that love and spread that message. Spread that idea that we are a Christian nation. We are founded upon uh, Christian American values, the values that Christ set forward, and we're not perfect, uh, nor are we anywhere near perfect, but that doesn't mean we don't try to live a more perfect life in Christ, and, and that is how we become uh, better brothers and sisters of love within love uh, in, within our country. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, go to uh, go to the YouTube our YouTube channel. It's the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Uh, just search Good Morning Christian America, and you'll find us. Subscribe on the link below, please. If you subscribe on the link below, it helps us out. Uh, go to our Facebook page, YouTube channel, uh, Instagram page, Twitter page, Parlor page doesn't you know, or anchor spotify you can find this podcast in a variety of different avenues and a variety of different apps uh, both video on facebook and youtube and the audio only on about nine different uh, podcast platforms so with that ladies and gentlemen until we talk friday until we talk friday on uh, focus on the family you guys stay on fire for christ keep doing what you're doing keep spreading the word keep building a community of love centered around christian american principles and with that uh you guys stay blessed good morning christian america mm-hmm.